If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Yo 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 Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday, and our guest host Lunell is back. Hey, I'm back. What's happening, Lunell? Good morning. It's all good. Good morning, fellas. Good morning, everybody. How's everybody feel? How's everybody's energy? Lunell got a Harlem, New York City hat on. You was all around Harlem last night. Yeah, yesterday. No, I wasn't in the streets. I had this. Oh, you had this? I, I, I didn't just go get this. Oh, you said you wanted soul food yesterday, so you know, in New York. To... I didn't end up getting that. I went to some bougie place. Oh, where'd you go? To, um, 
No matter of fact, don't shout them out if they bougie. Not, not, they black on? Cool. No, they wasn't black on. Okay, don't shout them oh, out. Yeah. They was just close <laughs> to the hotel. Right, I feel you. They were just close to the hotel. Word. So how you feeling? You good? This is. I know this is early in the morning. Yeah, I just had a long, long day yesterday. You know, after I left here, I went and did the Sherry Shepherd show. Right. Shout to Sherry. Shout out to Sherry. And mm-hmm. then after that, I had to go back to the hotel, and we had company, and da da It was a long night. And then today, after I leave here, I just go back and pick up my bags and go straight to... Texas. Texas. Mm-hmm. So I just go do the Arlington Improv tonight, two shows tomorrow, two shows on Saturday, Sunday to Vegas, do Sunday, do Monday, Jesus. and then I can go home. Go ahead, Lunell, boy. Oh, Lunell, get to the yeah. You got a show tonight. I know. Ooh, it's going to be a long day for you. Yes, you got to take a nap, though. When you get to a certain age, uh, there's a part of the day where you have to at least get two, three hours of sleep to be up, to be up at night. I can't make myself go to sleep. I have to fall asleep. Okay. But um, that's where the edibles come in. There you go. <laughs> no, for real. That indica boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm with you. You ain't got to tell me. for a nap, though. You got your damn mind. Five, five, t- five, five milligrams have you sleeping for I a sleep nice two, the three hours. for sure, yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's it. That's it. That's see, a I'm a napper. I don't see. I could. I can make myself go to sleep. I can I just close my eyes. I can't make myself, but I can fall asleep. You know yeah. how I make myself go to sleep and take a nap during the day? You have to disconnect. Yeah. You got to put your phone away. You got to tell your wife, "Hey, I'm gonna be in the room. I'm going out for about an hour or two, and you got to just lay on that couch in that room and just go." Yeah. But I can't That's sleep it. in silence because I can't turn my mind off. I have to turn on some like low, low Jill Scott or low, low Kim. You know, something yeah. low and soothing. Oh, nah. and then you got to try I, meditation, Lunell. <laughs> you have to try meditation. I can't but, turn my mind off to meditate. I promise you, I used to think the same thing. Get you hooked up with some meditation. Get you the Calm app or something. I can turn my mind. Lord, I can I go, got I go to in the back app. to the right your, now. your mind's not even on. I, I got to calm it's not, I can turn my mind off. It, it, it's not really on. I'm it's always on. It's really not. It is. 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 But we have a big announcement today, man. Yes, we do. We have a big announcement. Oh my God, I'm here for the big announcement. You're yes, here you for are. the big announcement. It's after. It's gonna be. I want to do it. We should do it after Donkey of the Day. But after Donkey. After Donkey, because I want to open up the I phone don't know line. If we can't after go we do it after Donkey. I Why think, can't we do it after Donkey? I think it goes out before Donkey. Nah, we should do it before Donkey. I think it's already in motion. Nah, for all listeners, we should do it before, uh, after Donkey. Okay. And it's a big black announcement too. It might be the biggest blackest announcement in the history of the breakfast. Oh well, club. it definitely need to be done when I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> It's big and it's black. Okay? Jesus. Yes. Scaring some And you people. know if I say it's black, it's black. You are scaring some people. All the people that are scared don't need to be here with us then. All right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about that? Yeah. The word, if the word, if the word black scares my, you, I don't want you here with back us. Back with my parents in this dysfunctional uh, marriage that you two guys got. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, DJ Drama will be joining us. DJ yes. Drama got an album that comes out this Friday. The name of the album is I'm Really Like That. So we're going to mm-hmm. be kicking it with drama. And then we got front page news next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, Lunell, our guest host is here. We have Teslin Figaro on the line. The hood yeah. whisperer, Teslin Figaro. Now, what's happening, Breakfast Club family and Queen Lunell? Yes, ma'am. And for all you baseball fans, today is opening day. So I know there's a lot of people that's excited about opening day. I know the Yankees play today. I know the Mets play away. So shout out to all the baseball the fans. Back on the LA Dodgers girl myself, you of are? course. The, yeah. play, the players back on steroids yet? No. Oh, okay. Well, no, I'll, no, I'll watch no. when they get back on steroids. No. <laughs> that's in the league. Charlie, good. man. Now, Tez, uh, I asked you yesterday about the uh, the assault rifle ban. I think it happened in 2004. You said you would have some updates for us today. 
Yes, I did. You asked that question, DJ Envy, and I wanted to go back and dig a little bit more into it to make sure that we're giving our listeners accurate information. Mm -hmm. So the timing of answering that question is uh, right on time because actually yesterday, Representative uh, Jamal Bowman and Representative Thomas Macy got into a shouting match mm -hmm. over gun violence. So before mm -hmm. I get into answering your question, let's listen uh, to their exchange. Freaking cowards! They're gutless! We're not here! Talking I'm talking about gun violence! School that allows teachers to carry. Carry guns? You think Which more guns lead to more death? Look at the data! You're carrying the water for the gun lobby! Nine-year-old children! The, the solution is not arming teachers! Have you ever worked in a school? Have you ever worked in a school? Have you ever worked in a school? I worked in the school for 20 years! I was a team. I was screaming before you came and interrupted me. Tom, he can't even answer a yes or no question. Ask him, why would they pass legislation? Why? Ask him the question. Ask him right now. Make him answer. Hmm. Dropping a clues bomb for Congressman Bowman. Congressman Bowman is acting how I wanted President Biden to act. Show some passion. Get angry. Call out the Republicans no, who are up. in bed yeah. with these gun lobbyists. That's what I wanted President Biden to do. He ain't got that much yeah. energy. Yeah, he absolutely went nuck if you buck. So, um, just to and so to give some more uh, insight on uh, the, the gun uh, weapons ban that uh, Demi, uh, DJ Envy asked about on yesterday, uh, President Bill Clinton signed the Public Safety and Recreational Firearms Use Protection Act. Uh, it was commonly called the Federal Assault Weapons Ban, which was a part of the Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act of 1994. Now, the ban was a law for about a decade, expiring in. 2004, as DJ Envy mentioned on yesterday, and it in, it included prohibiting the manufacture or sale for civilian use of certain semi-audit weapons. Now, the act also banned magazines that could accommodate 10 rounds or more. Uh, you would also ask Envy uh, if it reduced uh, any of the crime, and the answer uh, for that has been uh, debated, but the National Institute of Justice, uh, of Justice indicated that uh, there was a drop uh, by 17 percent in at least six cities uh, of gun crimes involving automatic weapons. And it's also important to note uh, that this uh, when they came up with this uh, policy, it was a result of a mass school shooting in 1989 in Stockton, California. Hmm. Um, and so once that shooting happened, uh, it five children were murdered, 28 were injured. And the shooter at that time was armed with a AKS rifle, a hmm. semi-automatic semi version of the AK-47. So for hmm. those that think school shootings just started uh that's not the case and when that happened in 1999 it's what made them uh do this assault ban and, and unfortunately it just expired and they were never able to get the votes and, uh, and, to put it back into place and you know what else says you know uh congressman bowman they were going back and forth i, I guess the, the the other guy said that teachers should you know be, be allowed to carry guns right and, mm -hmm. and like i'm right. not i'm not saying that it should be mandatory for teachers to have to carry guns what i'm saying is since clearly no legislation is going to be passed and since clearly president biden says he can't do anything without congress and those republican senators aren't going to be moved to do anything because you know they're in bed with the gun lobbyists i'm saying if you're already a gun owner if you have a gun in your house if you already carry if you train and you want to bring mm -hmm. your gun into school as a teacher you should be able to have that option
That's what I'm saying. Right. That's right. And I'm saying, and just again for clarity, more than one thing can happen at the same time. Right. So again, training, uh, armed guards, I believe, should be at every door and on That's the right. outside. There was also a report that it, having armed guards just on the inside is not enough. You need people on the outside that are actually patrolling. In addition to being trained, like DJ Envy was talking about and you were talking about, and I also support uh, bulletproof windows. Um, and and not just because she shot out uh, the, the first the shooter shot out. Uh, the window mm-hmm. of the doors coming in but what people don't understand as a substitute teacher they train us to lock the doors but there's glass on every door so people could just shoot that window out put their hand through and unlock the door so I've always talked about how do we you know what about you know bulletproof glass mm-hmm. what can be some other things that can happen besides just lock because that's really just the, what the protocol is that's now lock the door but what happens crazy. if you shoot through the door we're crazy we yeah. live in a world like this but let me ask you a question how was Bill Clinton able to get that bill passed so fast and get it through Congress and it seems like in the last 10 years, nobody can. Because he had the right elected officials in Congress who also agreed with him. That and also it was a part of, remember when Democrats were showing they were tough on crime. Now, you know, I could really mm. unpack that. Mm-hmm. So when it was about tough on crime and, you know, the 94 crime bill, this right. was an attachment to that that they gotcha. included in that. So mm-hmm. the main thing was about locking mm-hmm. folks up. Um, and so they were able to, you know, make it an attachment. And they, they barely got it passed, by the way. We could have a whole segment on that al- alone, but it was attached to a larger issue, which was tough on crime you know what's wow. so crazy history gonna repeat itself especially coming up with uh because you know next year both parties are gonna be the tough on crime parties so it's gonna be right. some type of tough on crime bill that maybe maybe common sense gun reform possibly would be attached to that i could see maybe well, them voting that in i doubt it because it's it? like what you said the month yeah no they'll be tough on crime but it won't be but it won't have to do with these uh, the uh assault yeah. weapons. nah it's too much money now unfortunately Damn. Yep. well thank you tez we appreciate you we'll see you next hour Absolutely. All right. Bye-bye. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Be somebody in Congress that loses one of their kids and what they're going to say. Man, I think about that all the time. I'm like, yo, do these people have young kids or young grandkids? Like, where do their kids go to school that they're not concerned about this mm-hmm. issue? You know what I mean? I mean and not even question. just school, by the way. We're talking about mass shootings. These mass shootings happen all the time, not just in schools. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, you know, even with the, with the gun laws, like, it, it intrigues me with the gun laws because they change so much. And they don't tell people how they change. Like, it just is it's very intriguing. Like, when, even when you hear about the, the certain devices that they sell online that can make a semi-automatic, fully automatic. Yeah. And how that's illegal. But how they can still, how they how people can still buy it. Or silences, how people can still buy it, but it's illegal. Even you know, those ghost hollow guns. Hollow point bullets and ghost guns. Oh, ghost guns. All those things that people can still purchase and buy and get, but it's supposed to be so illegal. And these things are, are really affecting our community. Hello, who's this? It's Tim. Tim. How you doing? What up, Tim? Get it off your chest. Man, first of all, I want to say it's a to talk the greatest on the phone. I've been listening to y'all for the last two years. Man, it's just a just a different things, different knowledge now give people. Man, and what I want to get off my chest is uh, while people here, we just need to make sure we tell them how we feel no matter what the situation is because you don't never know when somebody's going to die uh, just something going to come up that, and you're not going to get that opportunity to let them know you absolutely you right so while we here we need to do that and Charlemagne man hey man all the knowledge that you give to the people on the radio and DJ NV and I miss Angela Yee man it's wonderful well thank you thank brother. you brother we appreciate you 
Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old... Oh, yeah. 
And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. All right, let's get it off your chest. I just want to send a shout out to somebody that that helped me out recently. Uh, If you're looking for a passport, and I know the passport office sometimes has three to six month uh, delays and three three to six month wait times, uh, write down his Instagram. It's fly, F-L-Y, 365travels. Fly365travels. It's a black-owned company, and this woman was able to get me an appointment within a day. So if you ever, if you have to go to a passport, maybe your passport expired, maybe you need a passport. Like I said, wait time is three to six months. So if you need a passport now, I I don't have anything to do with this company. I found her, I paid her and she got my passports immediately. So I just want to shout her out and and put my people on to it again. It's at fly three, six, five travels. All right. If you need a passport, she got it done quickly. And I just want to say thank you to her because. And, and it wasn't that expensive Everybody was charging Super califragilistic Expialidocious money And she wasn't like that Black owned So make sure you go support her If you do need your passport So I just want to say Appreciate to uh, that young lady That's very important Yeah very important <laughs> She got me through Word Hello who's this? Hey this is Saint From Nashville Hey what's up brother? Get it off your chest Hey yeah, yeah. How you doing man? Uh, I just want to say Hey I'm a big fan of you guys And um Just to uh, capitalize on this um, the tragedy we had we had yesterday uh one last week in Nashville. First I wanna say y'all need to focus on these white terrorists and call them for what they are for hurting these babies out here, man. Like people need to really just like reiterate on that and think about that every single day, bro. And to inherit healing energy to everybody. Charles, I'm a big fan. Envy. Thank you, brother. Good well. Yeah, have a good day, man. Good morning. Thank Peace you. King. Thank you, brother. I've, I've right. thought about that too. What's that? I was like, it's not just the guns. It's something wrong and broken with these young white boys. Absolutely. Because they're the ones that are doing all this. And, you know, I don't know if it's related to the insensitivity that happens with playing these video games and squeezing on guns and blowing people's heads off and seeing them pop back together and not being able to differentiate between reality Mm. And fantasy, but something is wrong with these young white boys that they sitting around plotting to go off the school. I think it's social media. It's not media even too. a different di- di- uh, dynamic. I think it's, it's social media too. I, I think the fact that a lot of these these young boys are hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I clearly. think social media is, is making it worse with bullying. Right. Uh, it's making it worse. Like you, know, like you say, remember back in the day, you get bullied or something happened to you. The next day it was over because nobody knew about it. It was just in that little circle. It was just mm-hmm. in your school. But now you got millions and thousands yeah, you and can people. get nationally bullied. Exactly. Yeah, even, even though the statistics show that I'm sure it's a, it's, it's a gender thing. But, you know, let's, let's keep in mind the person this week was a 
biological woman, transgender, you know what I mean? So it's just about people who are, but she was in pain. She was hurt. We saw that when with the uh, text messages she sent her friend. Mm -hmm. So yes, there is uh, something wrong with these individuals, but that's why we need more mental health services she was in, a in a bunch of communities. She a biological woman, a biological man. I thought she was a biological, biological woman. Man, woman? Yeah, no, I thought it was a man. No, I thought it was a boy. Woman. Transitioned into a female. No, it was a biological woman. Sure. Positive. Okay. I would check that. No, I'm positive. Okay. Well, I would check it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not sure about that. I'm still going to run with the broken white boy thing. Because even if this transgender person did this, that's one out of 128 school shootings we've had oh, this no, year. No, I agree. I disagree with you. That I, I agree that these people are just broken, period, though. Like, when I saw the text message Not she sent to her people, friend. Young white boys. Yes, I agree, but I think it's a lot of broken people out here, period. It is, but yeah, the school yeah, yeah. shooters are young white boys. Mass, most mass shooters are young white men, yes. No, all of them. I don't know if it's all of them. It but is. Large, no, large majority. Them the okay, other who, one was, was uh, wasn't with an Asian man in California a couple of months ago. But did he school, shoot up a school, though? No, no but it, it was, was a school. I'm no. talking about the school Schools. shooters. Yeah. Okay. I don't know the statistics. Hello, who's this? What up? It's Lenny. Lenny, what's up? Get it off your chest. Hey, first off, good morning, Charlie Man. Good morning, Peace, Good morning. Listen, the food service industry is trash. Can't go anywhere and get a decent meal. The lobbies are closed, and they don't want to serve truck drivers. What's up with that? I didn't know that. He don't want to serve truck drivers. That's where some of the best food is in truck stop. <laughs> oh, no, nah, man. You go to these fast food restaurants, and they oh, we're drive-through only. I can't fit the drive-through. Oh. And they won't let you order at the window. I used to hate that, you know, when... when <laughs> When I was a kid going to school, right? And and it, they used to do that all the time, but I was the same thing. Like, as a kid, we didn't have cars, so there was no drive-thru, and they wouldn't let you inside, But and we would try to walk around McDonald's back in the day or walk around White Castle, and they wouldn't let you walk around. But they wouldn't let nobody inside. It was stupid as hell, but I, I'm, I feel for y'all. Exactly. It sucks, man. It's terrible. Damn it, man. Well, sorry for you, brother. Uh, it's all good, man. Y'all have to. Wait, but bro, you in your truck now? Yes, sir. Come on, blow that horn for me, brother. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Lunell, you ever did that when you were on the highway and you see the truck drivers and you make Lunell a blow definitely blew a truck hood before. I didn't say blow a truck. I mean, make the truck what? blow the horn. What? Uh, I've never blown a trucker <laughs> except for when I was dating a trucker. And I have had sex in the, in the big rig because I got the sleeper compartment. And um, I have flashed truckers before, and then they, <laughs> and then they honk their horn like that. You don't have to flash them, Luna. You do that because you, you want know? to. All you got to do is act like you're Oh, they told me yeah. wrong. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, they told me wrong. Get it off your chest. 800 585 what I did. I got it off my chest. 1051. <laughs> when we come back, Soldier Boy, he apologizes to New Jersey. Uh, we'll play it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ NV Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our guest host Lunell joining us. Bam, 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 bam. Now let's get to the rumors. Let's talk, Soldier Boy. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name, or you gossiping, or you chatty. Uh, I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On the Breakfast Club. Now, Soldier Boy uh, made a comment about New Jersey. Do we have that comment? The original comment he made. Suck my. D Y'all ain't gonna never make it out the hood. Legend. Y'all gonna die broke. Legend. I wouldn't have dinner with y'all A's and fisted hoes anyway. Hey. I would not have dinner with no broke ass. 
in New Jersey anyway. Damn. I would not have dinner with no crackhead ass looking hoes anyway. Y'all could not be in the same room with me. Y'all gonna die in the hood. Y'all gonna die All broke. Right. Y'all ain't gonna never touch a million dollars. Y'all right. ain't gonna never right. touch 30 million. All right. First of all, you don't let Pastor Soldier get on that pulpit and then Jesus. try to run Pastor Soldier off the pulpit now. Well, well, you know, I guess Soldier Boy thought about it. And then called back and he got back on live and wanted to apologize to New Jersey. There's a lot of amazing things in New Jersey. I live in New Jersey. Charlotte lives in New Jersey. I love Jersey. So he called back. He went back on live and he apologized to New Jersey, which I think was very honorable. Honorable. I'm live right now to shout out to all my fans in New Jersey. I felt like yesterday I overreacted yeah. on the video. I ain't even watched the video. I just seen the caption that this was put in and I went live and went off. See, look, I'm trying to be nice. He's talking about you banned from New Jersey. Hey, oh, New Jersey. We are coming blood. You know what I'm saying, man? Suck my dick. All y'all fans, double XL and no jumper and world star. Say cheese and academics and all y'all. I ain't squashing shit. Suck my dick. We don't want to come to New Jersey anyway. Y'all is broke. Lunell? I, I don't particularly care for Mr. Boy. Mr. Boy? <laughs> Mr. Boy. <laughs> Why you don't like young soldier? He just, I mean, I, I don't have to like him. He give a damn about me, I'm sure. Yeah. But um, he's just not any kind of example of a artist that I would support mm -hmm. or a person. Yeah. He's a, he's a loose cannon, and um, he's too it's, much. Funny thing about him, he's actually a good kid. He's I actually, find Soldier Boy highly <laughs> he's entertaining. He's very entertaining. He's a good kid. And Soldier Boy is very intelligent. He knows what well, he's doing. Well, it's generational. Yeah, he know he knows because I, I I I wouldn't care if I never heard his name again. But I want uh people in New Jersey to use that as more. That, that was one of the words oh. you couldn't use. Yeah. What? Okay, they don't have nothing to prove to damn soldier boy. Dang it, dang it, it's better. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, like when I hear that, I really feel like when I first heard "No Scrubs" by TLC, or when I heard "Get Up, Get Out, and Get Something" by Outkast, I'm like, I'm gonna go make something of myself. I'm not gonna let. This but, man but proved this me a right. Whole city, the city well, can't be state. concerned about it's a state. the state. Yeah. Right, my bad. The, the state can't be concerned about what the heck soldier boy no, think are, about. You're absolutely right. But if that did uh, bother you in any way, and you from Jersey, just use it as motivation to prove him wrong. Absolutely. No, find soldier boy and put your foot in this behind. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> now that, that ain't on the list to not that, say. That, that, might, that might happen too. Yeah, that, that might. Know? And then now, now, now they're going to say, told you, boy, that fat old lady on breakfast club was talking about you. <laughs> and did. Now, now we got to talk about uh, a sad story. Um, that was sad, too. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, uh, shout to uh, one of my attorneys. His name is Steve Adad. He called me about this case uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, He's a dope attorney. If you ever need an attorney, anything ever happened to you and you need some protection, some backing, he will make sure that he protects you, backs you, and gets you the money that you need. I got some boys that protect you and back you, too. Legally, Probably. I mean. Oh, well. Legally. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> them, Go ahead. Them, them boys going to need Steve if you keep, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you keep sending them on these dummy <laughs> yeah, missions. Yeah, they going to need Steve. So, um, Flo Rida, a six-year-old son, is in ICU after falling from a five-story window. Oh, that's horrible, man. Now, uh, what they're saying that happened is, uh, when I spoke to him, so I'll say allegedly, because, you know, I was in and out when he was telling me, uh, the mother of the young boy, uh, her name is Alexis, uh, 
they live in New Jersey, Jersey City, and the building that they were living in, I guess, wanted she wanted bars on the window because she said her son runs around, and he's young, and they need bars on the window. So they went to install the bars. I'll say allegedly, because uh, I know I don't know the full story. They went to install the bars, but the window, let's say, was a a, a two foot window, and the bar was only one foot. Mm-hmm. So it was still room for the young boy to fall out. Mm-hmm. It was the fifth floor, and the boy fell out. That was horrible. Uh, so the guards weren't put on right. It wasn't the right guards. And thank God that the young boy did not die. He suffered a shattered pelvis, uh, fractures, uh, problems with his liver, internal bleeding, and collapsed lungs. So uh, well, now he's alive. He is alive. Thank God. Thank you, God. Uh, usually God. when you hear that, the, the child usually doesn't make it. So mm-hmm. they, there was like this grace of God that he, fa- he fell five stories, hit the yeah. pavement, and did not die. Yes. Right. But he's pretty uh, banged up now. So now they are uh, filing a lawsuit with the Jersey City's building management uh, to make sure that this doesn't happen to anybody else out there again. I mean, that's an easy call if they uh, didn't have the proper measurements in the window, right? If it's supposed to be two feet and it was only one foot. I'll say allegedly because this is the story I heard. So oh, I'll just oh, say gotcha, allegedly. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm, well, not, I'm not sure the details of the case, but the boy fell out the window and obviously those guards weren't put on right. Well, mm. I lived in a studio apartment for many years before I got my house. My daughter lives in the studio now, and when I when I and we don't have didn't have central air in the studio. I like to sleep with the windows open. When I knew my daughter was going to come home from college and live there, I put bars on that building myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I asked them could I do it. They said yes. So you, you hired know, somebody you, to do it. Or I hired somebody. Yeah. I, okay. I, I'm sure it did. Okay. Because the night stalker that used to be in L.A. used to just slit the. Uh, screen and come in and rape you and I knew my daughter was going to be in there and I couldn't wait for the building to do it so I put the bars on the three windows myself yikes what is the night stalker I never heard that story uh, yes you have John. He, was a, he was a, a serial killer in LA yeah yeah I never heard of I never heard of you oh uh, well you know I guess it's regional yeah I'm sure mm. but yeah that's what happened so not to say that that's what they should do but you could have done that mm-hmm. You can put them on there yourself. Yeah. Instead of waiting for... Surprised that, you know, a building like that didn't follow the right protocol to make sure that that child was safe or any children were safe, you know? I'm, I'm, I, you know, I just pray that that young man has a, a speedy recovery. Absolutely. I'm definitely sending them healing energy, and I hope that, uh, you know, they get compensated. Absolutely. You know? And then they, then if they, the building they, did actually did do something wrong. Yeah. Well, wait a minute now. So you say, okay, if this is a flow rider's baby mama, mm-hmm. and she's probably living in a nice building... I would assume. Or what they need bars for anyway. For the kid to fall out. Well, you're going to put bars on every building? Well, it is Jersey. You, do you need me to play Soldier Boy again? <laughs> well, it's not that type of bars. It's not the bars, protection bars. It's it's the, the thing that they put on the window so the kid can't fall out. It's not protection bars. They oh, didn't put I, it I didn't know that. I thought you were talking about protection oh, bars, I only too. know about one no, kind of bars. It's not protection bars. <laughs> when you're in the hood, they put the protection bars. Oh, that's what can't I thought you were talking that's about, too. No, about. no, no. In apartment buildings, they put these things in the windows um, so the kids can't fall out. So I used to stay at my grandmother's house in Star City, and they would put these things so you can't push out, so the kids can't lean on it and fall out. The kids can't open the window and fall out. Got you. So there's these, like, children protection bars that they put on these, these buildings oh, to protect the kids from falling out. All I know is how to keep a fool out your... No, 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 not that type. Not those. It's, oh, it's a fifth okay. story. Nobody gonna climb up five stories to get in the building. You'd be surprised. You'd be right. surprised. He's a Spider-Man. Especially if there's fire escape. All right. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. When we come back, we got front page news and DJ Drama will be joining us next hour. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Check out the new movie, Spinning Gold. The true story behind Casablanca Records, the most successful independent record label ever that gave us artists like Gladys Knight, Bill Withers, and Kiss. It's the greatest story never told with an unbelievable soundtrack. 
See it in theaters spinning gold, March 31st. family how they feel about this so the Los Angeles uh, police chief and the department's constitutional policing director are under investigation after the names and photographs of undercover officers were released to a watchdog watchdog group that posted them online now the watchdog group stop LAPD spying coalition posted more than 9,300 officers information and photographs last Friday in a searchable online database now, the coalition believes that the database should be used for counter surveillance. Uh, they say that you should use it to identify officers who are causing harm in your community. And they went further to say that police have vast information about all of us at their fingertips, but yet they move in secrecy. Now, the problem with the release uh, is that it also included undercover officers. So the LAPD chief, uh, Michael Moore, offered his deep apologies to the undercover officers uh, because they were not given advance notice of the disclosure. So I wanted the family to tap in on the comments and let me know, do you think we should uh, have police under counter surveillance? What do you guys think? Yes. Mm -hmm. 100%. Heck yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I Even the undercover officers? Yeah, yes. but I, I don't know what it's going to do because, I mean, you have police officers wearing cameras, body cameras now, and they still, you know, they violate people. Yeah, they turn them off. So, I mean, like, what is that going to do just because they're under surveillance? We need more snitches. No, I, I, I do feel, I mean, I think you have to be careful when it comes to undercover police because you definitely don't want the information out there. My dad was an undercover police officer, and then he, uh, before he retired, he started working in uh, Eternal Affairs. Uh, and if you don't know what Eternal Affairs is, they are the, the bureau to uh, follow cops. So he would have to drive around and follow undercovers, mm -hmm. and he would have to drive around and follow police officers to see if they were doing dirty things, and, you know, he would make a case on those dirty cops. Um, but I would say that, you know, their stuff should be protected. Like, my dad's stuff was protected, you know what I mean? And, and nobody would know he was a police officer unless, unless I said it, but, you know, he's retired now. But, um, yeah, I, I think those bureaus definitely need to, to follow those undercover cops to make sure they're doing the right thing. So def define surveillance a little more, Ted. Because mm -hmm. maybe I'm thinking surveillance the wrong way. Yeah, well, just, just keeping track of who is who. Uh, and one of the things that we're constantly talking about, especially when we talk about the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act on the federal level, is having databases that actually keep up with cops, keep up, you know, with incidents, keep up with things that they're doing. So some type of tracking. And so since that's not happening on the federal level, sometimes it does happen on the state or the local. Some cities, like, for example, in Houston, um, they've implemented, you know, a public database that at least keeps up with, you know, cops prior convictions or things that you may need to know about a police mm -hmm. officer. So this is just something that's saying, hey, if police, uh, if they are aware that the public knows who they are and what they do and be able to say, hey, that's a good cop or a bad cop. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. 
In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. 
what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, will that help deter uh, some of the police brutality? And so there's been some apps out there actually made by some independent folks um, that have put apps together that kind of keeps up with community, you know, police. And so you have a little bit more information about them. So it's a deterrent. Uh, on 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 the larger issue of police brutality. Yeah, I, I think everybody's resume should follow them, but it's not going to change nothing because that devil Derek Chauvin, who you just mentioned, that wasn't his. George Floyd wasn't his first incident at all. You know, so right. it's not going to. I don't think it's going to deter them. The only thing that's going to deter them is them being held accountable for their actions. So they, we can have a record of all the dirt that they did, but if they're not being held accountable for those actions, what does it matter? Yeah, and I agree well, with Charlamagne. Just not accountable as far as jail, but also accountable where they lose their benefits, lose their retirement, and then possibly can get sued mm-hmm. from the person that they hurt or killed. You got to get rid of qualified immunity for that. Mm-hmm. You got to get rid of qualified immunity, right. But again, it, it's just like we talk about with gun control. It's a stop sign. It's still one of many things. So right. it's not that it will stop it and deter it completely. All of those things need to be in place, but it is one of many things. If you know you you're being watched typically you know you may kind of watch how yeah. you do but like to your point Charlemagne, they have stuff on body cam and they still do what they do but this is just one of many things um that that can help uh deter not just body camera these people are getting filmed it's not like they're right, under right, surveillance right. now we we saw george floyd we saw right. eric garner we've seen all of these things you know what i mean and it hasn't changed nothing you know, I'm very careful with absolutes because I do want to say that there has been uh, more officers arrested than ever before in the history since Trayvon Martin. Not okay. not enough, but more that have been charged and arrested and certainly more that have ever went to jail. So I want to be careful when I say nothing, um, but it has been some slight and, you know, some slight change. And uh, over 100 cities have implemented some level of police reform on the state and local level since Trayvon Martin. So there's been a little bit of change, but not enough and certainly not enough on the federal level. Got you. I'm, I'm surveillance though I'm definitely not against it at all mm-hmm. I would love to uh, be hired to do that no <laughs> by the way you do look like an undercover cop this morning I'm not gonna lie you look so undercover <laughs> you got that you got a Harlem hat on with a Nipsey Hustle Marathon hoodie shades a Prince chain and some Savage X Fenty underwear and Chanel's Chanel flip flops we was looking at the underwear you got in the underwear we don't want to see that. you got clothes on well we I did ask I asked I'm about the underwear when she first for. came in I was like what you rocking today she, she told me man <laughs> now let's talk about Rosa Parks what's going on with Rosa Parks in Florida yeah, I can't with this one, guys. Uh, in an effort to comply with Florida's Stop Woke Act, uh, a textbook publisher found in over 40,000 Florida schools removed references about the race of civil rights icon Rosa Parks. Now, in the original version of the lesson for the first graders, uh, the publisher wrote that Parks was told to move from her seat because of the color of her skin. But in the second version of the Parks lesson, when she they declined to mention her race was involved at all uh they said that she was told to move to a different seat she did not she did what she believed was right i, I can't i mean they literally just took out the color part so uh in a separate instance the the same publisher also did a lesson for fourth graders on the civil war uh but failed to include that black people were being discriminated against because of black codes so they revised it to say the civil war lesson instead opted for using words like certain groups now, the New York Times put this on blast and uh, made it a story. And as a result, the Florida Department of Education indicated that it would be impossible to teach about the significance of 
Rosa Parks without including her race. And they said that if they were to do that, it would not be adhering to Florida law. So the moral to the story is pay attention to what is being taught to our children, particularly in Florida with the Stop Woke Act, uh, because these are the little things that they're changing that you may not pay attention to. And contrary to popular belief, woke actually means being alert to racial prejudice and discrimination. So stay woke, pay attention to what is happening uh, in our school system. I'm not going to lie. I want to read the Rosa Parks story that don't got nothing to do with race. I need to know how they got her on the back of the bus. I need to know what the, what is the story they're going to tell us that made her sit in the back of the bus if and it wasn't racial. And, and, and what is this? You know, it's the they. They changed the book. They, you know, who? Who yeah. is doing mm-hmm. this? White, mm-hmm. white elected officials. Okay, why don't we say that? That's right. Call them by name. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Home before school. I get out of Home here, I, your I, kids, people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And before I get out of here, I, we don't have enough time to cover. But speaking of Florida, the Florida NAACP has issued a travel advisory telling black people not to come to Florida. So tonight on the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast, oh, I did a two hour podcast explaining what that travel advisory means mm-hmm. and some challenges that I put out there for the Florida NAACP on what they can do now to have to help black folks that are living under uh, this these stop woke acts and, and history being removed in Florida and so forth. All right. Well, we're... thank you so much, Tess, and we'll see you tomorrow. Absolutely. All right. See, All I right. had to stay silent at, at points like this because the racism boils up my throat and wants to come straight out my mouth. You can and say it's what not you want, really, no, I just I'm sick of white folks. It's not just the this that's just happening with the books. You know, they erased our history. Period. Mm-hmm. That were uh, all these uh, racist statues that's all over. And if you you know know anything about the Moors and our con- contributions uh, to you know cowboys and and civil rights and everything like that, that they have always th- this has been going on since with the beginning them, uh, of time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and they want to rewrite everything. And you know uh, uh, the, the Indians will tell you that. And I'm just tired. I'm I'm tired of. There's Uh, nothing wrong with saying you sick and tired of white supremacy. There's nothing wrong with saying you sick and tired of racist white people. Supremacy and racist white people. That said it, and you truckers can hear me loud. Honk your horn uh, now. Now honk it now. All right. Okay, well, fine. You. I'm I'm tapping out. <laughs> you right. didn't flash nobody. That's why. Magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When we come back, DJ Drama will be joining us. His album is out tomorrow, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Nala hanging out with us, and we got my homie DJ Drama. What up, homie? Family, now, family, yeah, family. yo, album. I really like that. Yeah. Why are you doing now. albums now, man? You got seven years. So many successful artists. You could just sit on your ass and do nothing. Why would you want to do that? You're right. You know, I love this. Like, you know, I'm I'm for the culture. Just like the title, I'm really like that. So, you know what I mean? I I've, I felt like the opportunity presented itself. I was in a, a new gear, you know what I mean? Ever since, like, I feel like the Tyler, uh, Call Me If You Get Lost, sparked the, uh, I felt reinvigorated. So, Absolutely. You know what I mean? I, I ran with it and uh, put this album together. Great intro, too, with uh with Tyler. Thank you. Thank it's, you. Because it's, it's just bars. It's just Tyler yeah. rapping his ass off. Yeah, no, that's what I wanted. I went to him like, yo, it's only right for you to start it off you know what I'm saying so you know I gave him a cannon beat he actually was like yo let's let's you know let me take the drums out and just go crazy so you know when you you say Tyler helped uh Revitalize your, your. I don't. I don't want to say revitalize your career. That don't even sound right. I revitalized yeah. my career, but I think he kind of, you know, 
in a sense, revitalized Gangsta Grills. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Just yeah. as far as like what was going on with mixtapes and, you know, obviously it was a Grammy award winning project. So, you know, I think. The drama got a Grammy for that, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Salute to John. Thank you. For, I appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, he just like, he brought some life back to it or we brought some life back to it. You think with your mixtapes, it's, it's not like a, it's the music is there, but mm -hmm. it's got to be about the moment too. Like when you think about where Wayne was, yeah. you think about what happened with the Tyler thing, like is it about the moment? I think I think the moment's important, mm -hmm. for sure. You know, but I think the music also like lends to the moment as well. Definitely everything is about creating a moment with it, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like even with where I'm at right now with this project or even with the Juice uh, recreations, like it was about like making a moment, you know what I mean? Does the Juice clips, do they like correlate with the album at all or is it just fun promo you wanted to do? Yeah, it was just a concept I had, you know, like people who, who know me or through my years, I've always talked about how much of Juice was the inspiration for me to be a DJ. So, you know, um, we came up with the concept. I actually called Jim Jones like, yo, I got this idea. You know what I'm saying? And J Jim was like, you know, I was like, yo, you still directing videos? And he was like, you know, here and there, not really. But and I, I ran it by him. He was like, oh, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. I ran into Omar Epps sometime in New York. I ran an idea by him and then it just it just started building and I was like damn what if what if I could really get like Raheem and Steel like yo what if I could really see if uh, Latifah would do it and it came together incredible how'd you get Latifah yeah, what was that pitch like um, I actually reached out to Shaquem shout out to Shaquem mm -hmm. and I ran an idea by him and you know he ran it by Latifah mm -hmm. and she actually you know she had some interest he was like yo she's definitely interested um, you know obviously she, she was shooting and you know her schedule is insane and then we ran into each other at the um uh, uh Grammys you know for the uh, 50th celebration of hip hop I was part of that performance mm -hmm. and we were at rehearsal and you know I, I saw her during rehearsal I was like yo shot him talk to her she was like yeah I'm down you know I explained the idea to her and then literally we shot it like we, we, we shot her part uh first and that was like two days after the Grammys mm -hmm. nice. so we shot in New York yeah, yeah, we shot it all in New York. It's amazing how many layers there are to Juice, right? Because, you know, that part inspired you, the DJ part, because it's really a movie about right. mental health and, right. and gun violence, yeah. you know, everything else. But clearly it was the DJ part that inspired you. Yeah, I mean, that was the backdrop of the movie was, you know, o Omar's character being a DJ. Yeah. Like you said, the movie is a lot more complex than that. But it's, you know... It, it really inspired a generation of DJs, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, there's a there's a bunch of us out there, or I still get messages that people say, like, yo, it's because of Juice that I wanted to be a DJ. Mm -hmm. So, like, to be able to pay homage and then, like, you know, just, you know how it is. Like, I still get those moments when I'm like, yo, I'm living out my childhood dreams. Like, mm -hmm. I'm shooting videos with Queen Latifah and Omar Epps. Like, who would have thunk? Yeah, you'd be, you'd be uh, Rodimaz in a remake of Juice. Bro. You wouldn't be you. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, the, the bishop, you know, my, my bishop, uh, reenactment is, is kind of solid. <laughs> it's kind of solid. I was gonna ask, you know, do you ever feel like all the things that you accomplish, you don't get the accolades? Not just as a DJ, right? As a DJ, you, you get the accolades, of course, but as a, a label owner and yeah. what you provided for the industry. Like, you, they talk about all these different labels, but I, a lot of times I think they forget. The things that you did with with Uzi yeah. and, and and Harlow and, and and the production that your team has put For out, sure. and, you know, do you ever feel like you know sometimes they don't necessarily you get that respect? I, I think our name could be brought up more than it is. You know, definitely from a, a label perspective and the success that we've had a generation now with with Vert and and Harlow. But you know, I mean, like. I definitely also feel like I'm getting my flowers and, you know, you know, I, a lot of things have been going amazing for me. So I don't want to just sit here and say, like, 
my name doesn't come up in conversation mm -hmm. but for sure absolutely like you know I, I think like if we really lay it out on the table and really sit my resume down and look at the things I've done and accomplished as starting as a mixtape DJ and to where I am right now it's like okay come on don't don't play with me like hence the title like y'all really like that what, what is what was the title break down the title though um, I, it's, it's amazing that you still have to tell people yeah and and, it, and it's not you know it, it kind of it was inspired by a line in uh one of the records on the album um forever um jim said jim jones says you know i'm really like that and i just you know i ad-libbed him when he said it and it just it was kind of fitting you know and it's like you know there's a part of me i guess even like how envy says like you know where where I guess there there is somewhat of this like underdog position that I, I'm in at times, which I love because you know I love putting in that work. But it's like yo, like I've been doing this two decades, like continuously giving incredible moments and and you know so many gems to the culture, like you know and 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 we really look at my catalog and look at my resume, like I run the gamut of hip hop from you know here to here, like. Everyone under the sun. I saw you having a conversation with Jinx about rap's next big three. Right. And you think that Generation Now has two of the big three. Yeah, potentially. Potentially. Yeah, absolutely. Who would you say? Like, say the names of who you think the three are. Uzi and Jack. And who else? Oh, besides, like, oh, it, it could be a lot of people. I don't know. That's not for me to say. Hopefully, I'm about to find them. Do absolutely. you think we'll even have another, like, big three? Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't know if it's possible, Drum. How not? Like, I feel like we, the game has changed say, so much. We say that, but then, like, we look at where we are with, like, like after uh, uh, Nas, Big, and Pac, and it's like you would you would think, or, you know, the whole generation, and then, like, where we, with Kendrick, Drake, and Cole, like... And Wayne Tip Jeezy, we skipped them. Wayne Tip Jeezy, mm -hmm. like, I mean, we could do this for the... I hate when this happens, because then... <laughs> You really can't do it for days. There's always a three. It's, it's with Big J and Nas. Okay. Then it was T, uh, Tip, Jeezy, People Wayne. would be mad you didn't say Pac in that, in that thing. For right. some reason, Pac was always like the outlier. I don't know why, Yeah. but he was just always like the outlier. Yeah, I start naming these names. I'm not Dang. getting myself in this pickle, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be another big three. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just feel yeah. like the game has changed so much. Just even the way superstars are set up to be, it's like... I don't even know what makes a superstar no more, to be honest with you. Well, I mean, but yeah, but at the end of the day, a superstar is still somebody who, like, you know, if we if we look at the majority of these people, it still is somebody, you know, that has a, a certain lyrical content and mm -hmm. ability, like, that to an elite level. And then, you know, people who make, like, quality albums, like, that still matters. Like, you know, it still can happen for sure. It might, it might take some time, but it's going to happen. All right, we got more with DJ Drama. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, let's stop through for a little bit. And Lunel is our guest host. And DJ Drama is here. His album comes out tomorrow. Charlemagne? Like, I saw Uzi on something this week. Well, it might have been Fallon. Yeah, Fallon. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I was like, he looks like a star. Yeah. He is a star. He is. Uh, I know. But I'm saying you don't see that right. as much anymore. Yeah. At least in rap. With the executive hat. Are you looking for lyrics and music, or is it one of like, these TikTok trends? Because a lot of these labels are signing these TikTok artists. Yeah, no, nah, that's not our thing. 
Like we we like to we like artists that we think are like cultural artists that want to be one of the greats and like one of the best, mm -hmm. you know. So you know, obviously that talent and that ability, you know, we look th that conviction very early on. You know, it, it's very it's, we we don't follow the trends, you know. So uh, records aren't what we chase of like what's popping on TikTok, and then we go after it. Like you know, even if you look at the those careers like of Jack and Uzi, like you know, we were in, there very early early on you know what i'm saying and and was was part of the the real like the real build but uh, even with that right you talk about generation now and people not putting them in the conversation is it because sometimes the artists don't wave the flag enough that could be a part of it you know a lot of the flag waving is done by myself and canon and, and lake mm -hmm. you know so that that's an, that's an important key should you buy him a chain <laughs> they all have chains they don't i don't ever see i see uzi with the rockefeller joint on yeah i do too <laughs> you don't say nothing about that like at, at this point no yeah i mean he's gonna do what he wants to do as he should look that's the chain he wants to wear more power to him you know yeah i, I know the role we played or right. yeah you, you got two of my uh favorite new youngins on the project you got simba and la russell and one of my favorite records is the wrestle the record with la russell and Saha. yeah what made, what made you grab la, la russell um you know like it, we we just at, at generation now like shout to my A&R staff Willie Joe uh, Royce uh, TC you know and Cannon and Lake of course like we just sit around and have rap conversations mm -hmm. like you know we'll be dope like yo the Russell's hard like so you know we went and um, I had I had found that rec record uh, can't believe we made it and I had knew early on that I wanted to be an outro and you know they they actually presented the idea to put the Russell on and I was like yeah that's fire Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, size, one of my favorite lyricists. And it's just, you know, I, I wanted to, you know, to me, it's not always about just like the A-listers or per se, like it's just about making good records. And like, I've always wondered what's been important in my career is being able to introduce new voices as well. Mm -hmm. And respectfully, not to say that Lil Russell doesn't ha already have a, a solid fan base, but, you know, putting him on a project, mixing it with Wayne and Eight and Lil Baby and things like that. Like, Lil Russell's fire. It's a different stamp. Yeah. And, and, and you can tell he, he rolls to the occasion. Right? No, absolutely. You you know I I love how you know how people were mad at you uh, <laughs> when you said that uh, I want to rock yeah was bigger than dreams and nightmares the yeah. new Philly anthem yeah they were mad at you about that they were I don't understand why who's uh, your artist stop it I what? appreciate I appreciate is he ever that. gonna say his artist is less than another artist yeah. you gotta still be ask honest. me ask ask me who would win in the verses uh, fifty or Nas ask me right now <laughs> I'm gonna Nas. say fifty because that's my guy <laughs> like I, I get it I understand. Nas your guy too y'all. It's all queens I'm surprised you even said 50 and Nas I'm right. surprised you didn't throw a South artist in there You said like I gotta be honest As if there wasn't Like there wasn't Still some honesty in that And, and I think Again the thing people Keep leaving out Is I said this year That was the key component Oh see I didn't hear that part That's what I'm saying oh, Nobody that heard part. that Nobody heard I said yo For this year It is the anthem you know oh, yeah, I, mean? I thought you just said it was bigger than Dreams and Nightmares. Hell, that's, no. the took, that's the only clip they took and ran with. Hey, oh. That's what. Thank you that we're clearing this okay. up on the Breakfast Club. Like, yeah, I said this year and they ran with it. I was just like, Dreams and Nightmares been out for a decade. Uh, you, you and it still hits the same. Yeah, you can't compare that yeah. at all, you know? Like, but for this moment, like for this time in the last like six months, like I just want to rock is it. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely double platinum right yeah. now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what's your relationship with Uzi? I know one time it was Rock at one time, but I yeah. see y'all together more often. Yeah, now it's good. Um, Cannon's been up here like 
religiously working on the pink tape with Vert. Mm-hmm. We in a good space, you know. He's he's doing his thing, you know. Um, we we we've been patched it up, you know. what I'm saying everything is everything is kosher. So the the Nipsey feature on I'm really like that. Yeah, was that something left over from uh, Crenshaw? Or like where did you get that verse? So um, Nip. Rest in peace. You know, he, when he came to Atlanta or used to come to Atlanta, he did a lot of work at uh, Mean Street Studios at, at our spot, and uh, it was it was a um, it was a verse that you know he had recorded at the studio that we had had. Oh, so you, okay, okay, yeah. You got more laying around, or mm. Mm. you do realize Crenshaw the top five gangster grills. Whether people re- realize, whether people I, recognize mm, it as a gangster grill, yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't. I, I think the fact that they're because that's one of the tapes that exists without me on it. So like, if you go to streaming, you don't hear the gangster grills version. Mm-hmm. Like you hear the the version without me on it, but. I don't disagree with you. Like, I had this argument with Beat Out all the time. He doesn't categorize it as a gangster grill. I'm like, bro, you're tripping. So, what's like, your top five gangster grill? Top five is okay. So, all right, we go. Uh, Ain't gotta be any order. Just all right, Trap or Die, Dedication. Mm-hmm. Which one? De- which <clears throat> Dedication Two? Okay. Call me if you get lost. Pharrell in my mind, the prequel. Really? Definitely. Oh yeah, the Pharrell tape. I mean, no, it was a great tape. I'm just saying, top five. Yeah, absolutely. And then the fifth one. Whoo. Tough. I say uh, Gucci the movie. Mm. Yeah. Why Pharrell? Because that tape inspired a generation. Like there would be no Call Me If You Get Lost if there was no Pharrell Gangster Girls. Mm. Okay, I see what you're saying. The same way, like you know, people feel or like come up to me about like the Jeezy and the Wayne tapes. There's a generation that comes up to me about how influential that Pharrell tape was to them. Speaking of your conversation with B Dot, I know he was talking about how there was like a down period for you. And I know Charlamagne, you always mention like rap is no longer a young man's sport. And I just wanted to see like how you feel about that. So you talking about when Elliot was saying that? Yeah. That bullshit? What Elliot say? I don't, something I don't like know. I fell off or something. I'm like, bro. You know what? I hate that when people don't see you and just think that you're yeah. doing nothing. It's yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Damn it. Elliot Wilson said that. Damn, even, Elliot. Even though Uzi and Jack are on. It's crazy. But <laughs> I, I think, you what? know, I, I do think that hip hop is definitely a young man sport in a, in a way like I don't I, think so no more I'm, hold on mm-hmm. I, I think that you know it, the, the youth and the youth culture is still very important but being where we are in 50 years you know the the generation the that we may be the elder statesmen in a sense like you can still thrive and have an incredible career mm-hmm. and come in a game at a at a older age than once you know you once were able to and so many artists and and people examples have have shown this so you know i i think there's i think we're at a a time when like everyone can can live and survive where it's not like oh if you're an artist over 25 or 30 like you can't Mm -hmm. exist everyone can coexist now i think that should be the goal like everybody can have a moment that's why that's why every day my respect grows more for the drakes the kendricks the Coles to Futures. Right. Because they've been in a decade plus and still thriving. Absolutely. I mean, I couldn't agree more. And I mean, I think that's the goal. Like, when you think about it, like, you know, just those guys you mentioned or even, you know, the one the ones that came before, like, everybody doesn't, you know, 10 years in hip-hop is... A long time. If you make it to 10 years, like, kudos. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's an incredible run. And so if you go past 10 years and you still matter, like... You know the percentage dwindles and and diminishes as as time goes on. Like if we really want to do the knowledge, like 
two, three years is what most people get. So mm-hmm. right. when you come up on 10 years, 20 years and, and plus, like, and then you be able to reinvent yourself and go in different directions and, you know, do television and, you know, other, other ventures, like with your brand, like, you know, that's, that's the amazing part about it. And we've had so many examples of that. All right, well, don't move. We got more with DJ drama. When we come back, it's the breakfast. Oh, Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. And DJ Drama is here. His album comes out tomorrow. We think about the DJ game, right? We, we look at it. I'm sure some of the DJs that inspired you were, whether it was the Kid Capri, the Flexes, the Greg Streets, right? And then mm -hmm. there was an era of the Me, You, Clues, yep. and, and K-Slays. You. I'm after y'all. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 you're after us. And then it was, you know, whatever. So what do you think of the generation now as DJs? And what do they need to, to do to be that strong mm, that's a great question um I, I i think they just need to kind of like find a niche um and create movements and and you know like study what we've done study you know what who's who's come before you and just really get to a point where like I think branding is very important and creating a brand and I think sometimes what I notice about DJ sometimes or have in, in times is they try to do things a little too early you know like a project or a record where they haven't so much like built their name or their brand yet you know what I mean but um you know, I, I still think there's the the me's and use of tomorrow out there, you know, about what, to... What DJs are you looking at? See, I hate the GOAT conversation. I hate when people say they're the GOAT. Yeah. And, and the problem with that is... is On the DJ side? Yeah. Oh, yeah. drama's the GOAT mixtape DJ. When you when, like, I did this not, already. Greatest, greatest, talk, greatest, about goat, greatest like, you know, mixtape like brand Capri, ever. He's not even close at this. Kid Capri is a goat for what he does, you know what I mean? For the things that he's established. You Absolutely. Know? I think Flex is a goat for what he did on, on, on radio. Absolutely. You know, I think Clue is a goat for the, for the things that he did. Yeah. You're a goat for the things that you've done. But So when I hear a, a younger DJ talk goat, it Ooh. it feels like they, they mm. haven't put in the necessary mm. work. I feel that. Or the time. And I think it's a little fatty. Got you. I do. I do hear that a lot. Yeah, that's interesting as you say that. So I mean, I guess first I would say I mean you would you would want someone to feel that way, mm -hmm. or you would you would want to feel that way about yourself. I mean, early on saying you're a goat is is a that's a you know you gotta have a lot of guts to do that. But I also remember early on in my career like calling myself the king of this shit on early mixtapes even before Gangsta Girls mm -hmm. and I was nowhere close to the king of it mm -hmm. you know so you know I, I, I believe in manifestation and you know putting things out into the universe but um, you know to be, it doesn't bother me like if, if they pay homage 
I respect that. You know, if you're going to call yourself that, you know, at least be out there, you know, showing love to the, the, the real goats, the ones, us that have really done it and gotten to where we are. I feel like the word goat is kind of just played out in general, though. Like, everybody yeah. gets called goat. I don't even think that's really like... Well, there could be a lot of goats. Yeah. Uh, the problem greatest with it, of all time. That's like, the problem like with Like you it. said, the 10-year mark. I feel like if you hit the 10-year right. mark, yeah. then you're goaded. And goaded doesn't mean, like, the best. You're just, like... You've reached your best level of you. Because you know people forget about that acronym? The time part. If you just got in the game and you ain't got no time, you're Absolutely. not a GOAT. You're the greatest of all time. That's you got to put in the time That's real. to be considered a GOAT. Mm -hmm. But to your point of like you were saying on your early tapes, like you was the king, before you was even the king, mm. I feel like today it's a lot of like faking it till you make it. Mm. 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 Are y'all mad at that? Hey, man, we're going to see who's here in the next five, ten years. That's right. Yeah. We're going to see who really stood the test of time. Let's, let's play a Hold on real quick. Do, do you think the classic Gangster Grill projects overshadow your albums? Um, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, tough. Absolutely. Because I try to listen to your albums with a different ear. Yeah. You can't. And I can't. You can't. <laughs> I mean, like, like, I'm always comparing it to other drama projects. Yeah. Even, I don't even look at it, even though it's an album. Right. I'm just comparing it to Gangsta Grills. Like, this is another drama project. Yeah, I'm not mad at that, though. I mean, they're all my bodies of work. Mm -hmm. So, I respect that. You but never I, wanted to stay with that for the albums? Say that again? You never wanted to call the albums, continue on that name, and keep going? Because it, it's like, such, like Charlamagne said, it's... Like what, what, just all make the albums Gangsta Grills? Well, you did. Well, I did, no, I did like two albums that were actually called Gangsta Girls, the albums. Yeah. Then I changed it, and then I did Quality Street Music, mm -hmm. and I did two of those, and then I have I'm Really Like That. Um, and But the mixtapes, like, you know, they're again, when I do them, they're centered around one artist, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, like, when I do my album, it's in a, a different format in a sense, but, like, um, I don't, if, for instance, like, the same day my album out is out right now, I'm also on Tyler the Creator's Call Me If You Get Lost Deluxe, the estate sale. So I got two projects out, like, mm -hmm. and one is like in in a, a form of you know various artists on my project, and the other is me talking my talk on Tyler's. But mm -hmm. hey, I'm here for all of it, man. Are you still doing a daylight? Heard a daylight soul against the grill? Yeah, um, uh, talk to Poss. So it's definitely still in the works. Did y'all record before uh, Dave passed? Mm -mm, we didn't. We um we spoke about it on uh, numerous occasions, and uh, you know, recipes to Dave. Um, so we we didn't do any recording, but we definitely like had it in the works, and you know, have been talking about it for like mm, over a year, really, and you know, knowing that they were coming to streaming platforms, and it was something we were gonna like start to work on, and you know, I still still hopefully we 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 do get to that project. My, my last question, this is for more, like, younger DJs, right? Like, number one, do you feel mixtapes are still relevant to, to success in hip-hop, or does it have to be in an album form? And if it was <clears throat> the mixtape, because even that that phrase, mixtape, is... It changed. It's played out. What, 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 yeah. would a, what would a playlist, a Gangsta Girls playlist look like? Like, how do you do the drops? How do you do the voiceover? Like, what would that look like? Like, uh, so, like, if it wasn't in mixtape format yeah. and it was, like, a playlist? Yeah. Um... You know, it would have to be something creative like that that would have that feel. Mm -hmm. You know, where you could, I could incorporate myself into the playlist and like add the bells and the whistles and make it feel like a tape, but in a playlist format. But I, I think mixtapes still matter. I think that you know, I've, I've just recently shown and been a part of 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 them mattering again. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I think the feel of a mixtape had been gone for a while. 
because that word had had gotten just like botched up with what an EP, what an album was, and people just using it. But like just with the my recent run, like I did fifteen mixtapes last year. Damn, you know what I'm saying from. Cold to um, Jeezy to NBA YoungBoy to um, Simba OG um, um, G Perico just recently mm-hmm. J Stone French Jim I could go on for days but I gave it that mixtape feel you know that had been missing so now we're going up on streaming platforms where I'm running the music back I'm talking how I was and you know gives it it, it makes it that nostalgia of of what a mixtape was. Wow. All right. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. Yeah, I really like that. Appreciate y'all. Shout out to Generation Now. And John, I need the key at the, for the crib because I need a couple of cars again for the car show. Not a problem. Okay. Always you're, got you heard you. that. All right. Enough said. It's DJ Drama. Yeah. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. How many times you had to tell somebody that, Lunell? Bitch, better have my money. Uh, over the years, a few times. A few times. Well, we are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Lunell is our guest host. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Ice Spice. Now, Ice Spice was robbed, and the person that robbed her actually put footage of him holding the chain. Damn. Yo, listen, man. We got Ice Spice chain, man. Stop playing with me, man. Pull up. I know where we at, man. Come to the blood Come get your chudder. Look, just put it Yes, but uh, the chain that he was holding up was one of those fake chains that you could get out the mall. It just says Queen, that everybody has one. So it was a TikTok hoax. They did it to get some followers and some likes oh, on TikTok. Please. They really didn't steal uh, Ice Spice's chain. And- I, I think you should still get a little bit of prison time for impersonating the crime, impersonating the criminal. Prison? Even if you're holding a yeah. fake chain? A little bit. Prison? Six Not months. just county? No, no, I, I think at least you should get a little bit of time. Prison, I don't know, though? I don't know if it's prison. Maybe county. Maybe county for six months. It was a fake chain he was it's holding on. 30 days for impersonating the crime. Though. I think 30 because days. Because what you do is you encourage real criminals to do stuff like that when you get online. You what say, about oh, community service? Such, such, such. Nah, nah, nah. You gotta nah, go to jail. You gotta sit down for a little bit. Maybe a week then. Just something. Like, there gotta be some... I, I, okay. Yeah, there gotta be that. some consequences to these actions, man. You can't just get online and say, yo, I took somebody's chain. You know what I mean? That that I feel like that would cause a lot of a lot more problems and encourage a lot more of that behavior. So they should get some a little bit of a little jab for that. Yeah, little something. Little something. Little something. Yeah, and uh, Ice Spice says she never even owned the piece that you know it's the the piece that says Queen. Like you see all the kids wearing this says Queens, you can get it from the mall. It's, anyway. <laughs> all right now, uh Tory Lanes, his lawyer files an appeal in the uh shooting conviction. They're saying that uh they're trying to appeal. Now this is allegedly because they showed a picture of him in court and on his chest or on his lower chest, I should say, there is a picture of a gun. And because of the picture of a gun, they're saying that maybe the jurors swayed away because they seen a picture of him holding a gun. This is all alleged. So this is why they're saying that they're trying to file, file an appeal. I don't think it had nothing to do with that. I, I don't think the jury was moved by that tattoo in any way, shape or form to come to the conclusion that they came to. Mm-hmm. There was a lot more other overwhelming evidence other than that. That tattoo, but you know when you, when when you're trying to find a uh, file an appeal, you're looking for any little mm-hmm. reason to, you know, the judge to say that maybe it was a problem and to try to retry it. So mm-hmm. now also Megan Thee Stallion, she's getting a warm Houston welcome from Carl Crawford. Now you know who Carl Crawford is. He's the one that owns the company that she signed to, 1501 Certified Entertainment. Uh, and now he's doing a, a welcome the queen of hotties, Megan Thee Stallion, back to the city of Houston. She's going to be performing at the NCAA March Madness Music Festival. And it's kind of weird because, you know, they've been going through their ups and downs. And he's been very vocal about uh, not getting along with her or Rock Nation. 
but it seems like he's trying to put things to the side and, you know, smooth things out. So I don't know how she's going to take towards that, but we will definitely see. Would you accept that apology, Lunel? Maybe. Mm. If you had a bag connected to it. A bag. <laughs> okay. Would you? Uh, Probably not. I mean. Ask me. Would you? Hell no. Yeah, probably no way. not. Yeah, I'm no not, way. I'm not that healed yet. No, I'm not that healed. I mean, they, they went back and forth for a long time. <laughs> I, I know. On, on on internet, and and now we now nah, we can't be friends. Nah, I don't I don't no, I don't want to be friends. I'm gonna do friends. my I'm, I'm gonna do my recording contract, and and when this contract is over, I'm gonna move on, and hopefully you move on as well. But mm-hmm. things went too far. Went but too, you too far. you know, but but it's not that that she would be accepting his apology, but you sometimes you have to just move along to get along. You know what I'm saying? That's true too. And and maybe just for the while, just play the game. You know and fine and then when the obligations are done they don't make a mess with you no more yeah and I, I don't know what where the beef started or why you know it was so much back and forth but nah once the business is public there's nothing more to talk I about I like you Envy you hold a grudge I do I do I like old grudge holder old grudge holder old grudge holder alright well that is your rumor report now Charlemagne yes who you giving that donkey to listen man uh, we need to give donkey of the day this morning to the Republicans who refused to pass common sense gun reform thank and you and I gotta give uh, President Joe Biden uh, some smoke too for just being cowardly on that as well but we'll discuss alright and then we got a huge announcement uh, a huge announcement right after a big black <laughs> announcement right after donkey of the day a big black announcement mm-hmm. yes it is mm-hmm. alright <laughs> we'll I already get, know what it is. We'll get to it next. It's the Breakfast Club. I got morning. sources. You got sources. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Afro Nation, the world's biggest Afro Beats festival, takes place in Miami at Lone Depot Park on May 27th and May 28th with Burner Boy, WizKid, and more. For more information, visit USA.AfroNation.com. This is America. There is no question that there are problems in this country between police and community. Yes, you are a donkey. The latest on that police killing of a black man. Now to new developments in the deadly spa shooting rampage. Uh, And yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. And so we are in a state of emergency. Okay, white supremacist violence is and always has been the number one threat to our society. But I'm also very proud that my wife is white. It's the Breakfast Club, bitch. All right, Charlene, please tell me, why was I your donkey of the day? Well, donkey of the day for Thursday, March 30th, goes to President Joe Biden, as well as the Republicans in Congress, who have said in regards to gun violence, they have done all that they are willing to do. Uh, if you haven't heard, there was a mass shooting this week at a Christian elementary school in Nashville that basically a lot of folks in Washington are just shrugging their shoulders at. OK, I told you earlier this week that when you hear politicians say this is not who we are as a country, scream out, you lie like a horse on the side of the road or uh, whatever the hell Jamaicans be saying. OK, when somebody's lying, a uh, mass shooting. Things are the American way, all right? It's part of our culture, all right? Guns are a part of our culture. Violence is our culture. And all these old white men in Washington have accepted it, all right? This is Republican Tim Burkett of Tennessee. He was on the steps of the Capitol just hours after the shooting that killed three children and three adults in his home state. And this is what he said. Three precious little kids lost their lives, and I believe three adults, I believe this. And, um, and the shooter, of course, lost their life, too. So it's, it's a horrible, horrible situation. And we're not going to fix it. Mm. Criminals are going to be criminals. And my mm. daddy fought in the Second World War, fought in the Pacific, fought the Japanese, and he told me, he said, buddy, he said, if somebody wants to take you out and doesn't mind losing their life, there's not a whole heck of a lot you can do about it. 
We're not going to fix it. Criminals are going to be criminals. Yes, criminals are going to be criminals, but you make it easier for them to commit the kind of carnage they commit when you don't do things like pass common sense gun reform, okay? Legislation that can expand Brady background checks and ban assault weapons. Where the hell do these people's kids go to school that they are not terrified like the rest of us? Because I want my kids to go there too. And it's not just about the kids. It could be you, all right? What if somebody just rolled up to the steps of the Capitol while you was talking, Tim Burkett, and just opened fire with an AR-15? I, I bet you. If, if you lived to talk about it, you would want them to pass common sense gun reform immediately. You know people don't care about anything until it impacts them. All right? And then President Biden said this week that there's nothing else he can do without Congress. Let's listen. I have gone the full extent of my executive authority to do on my own anything about guns. But Congress has to act. The majority of the American people think having assault weapons is bizarre. It's a crazy idea. We're against that. And so I think the Congress should be passing an assault weapon. So I can't do anything except plead with the Congress to act reasonably. <sighs> President Biden, that was unbelievably honest and pathetic. Okay, it's absolutely pathetic for a sitting president to just concede and say I'm powerless without Congress. Is he right? Yes. But how about call out the senators by name who won't pass common sense gun reform because they are in the pockets of gun lobbyists? Mm. Call them out. Let people know the senators who have benefited the most from NRA money. Let people know whose political campaigns have benefited from NRA dollars. Let people see the correlation between senators who oppose gun safety legislation and whose political campaigns have also benefited from NRA money. All right, there's literally a website you can go to that showed you which senators have benefited the most from NRA money, okay? Mitt Romney, Richard Burr, Roy Blunt, Tom Tills, Marco Rubio. It's like 48 of them, guys, but you can go to this site and it shows how much the NRA spent on their campaigns and how many gun deaths have happened in their states, okay? I would much rather see President Biden calling them out instead of just throwing his hands up and saying, all I can do is beg them to do something. I have to plead to them to do something. It's nothing I can do without them. Of course you can't do anything without them, but at least call them out by name. Bill Cassidy, Tom Cotton, Pat Toomey, Ted Cruz, Steve Daines all received money from the NRA for their campaigns to not call him out after another mass shooting and not just another mass shooting, another mass shooting of kids is gutless. All right, CNN reported that mass shootings have gone up every year since 2013. In 2013, it was 256. In 2022, it was 646. And guess what? In 2023, the Gun Violence Archive has counted 130 mass shootings, okay? But all our elected officials, including our president, can do is nothing. All right? At the least, get angry, like Congressman Jamal Bowman was yesterday. Let's listen. Freaking cowards. They're gutless. We're not here. I'm talking about gun violence. School that allows teachers to carry. Carry guns? You think all guns lead to more death? Look at the data. You're carrying the water for the gun lobby. Nine-year-old children. The solution is not arming teachers. Have you ever worked in a school? Have you ever worked in a school? Have you ever worked in a school? I worked in a school for 20 years. I was a team. I was screaming before you came and interrupted me. Drop on a clue, boss, for Jamal Bowman. Uh, Be irate. You know, show some passion. I'm telling you right now, all you elect elected officials, eventually, it will impact you. All you Republicans in Congress doing nothing about this is literally like driving a car with no brake pads. All right, when you drive without brake pads, you are putting you and everybody else on the road at risk, and eventually, you're going to crash. Okay, this is what will happen eventually to all the elected officials who don't want to move on common sense gun reform. You will eventually be cannibalized by the same monster you're feeding. Okay, God told me to tell you that. 
Please let Remy Ma give the Republicans who refuse to pass common sense gun reform and President Joe Biden for not calling him out by name. The biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw. You stupid motherfucker. You dumb. <sighs> now can we woosah? Woosah. All right, let's woosah. Thank woosah. you for that donkey today. Woosah. We said we had a big black announcement. Lunell got excited. What's the big black announcement? Oh, Give me a hit big, a drum roll one a time. Big black announcement, y'all. Mm -hmm. Now, you, you know the Breakfast Club has been on this radio for 13 years. You should stick to the script. You want to do that? Where's the script? I didn't get a script. <laughs> it's just say your name. I know my name. DJ MV. It's, it's, it's your intro. Bro, my intro. Yes. All right. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I go by the name of Charlemagne the God. We are the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. 13 years we've been on this uh, radio. Okay. And we appreciate all our listeners out there. That's right. We did a little stint on TV with Revolt. Shout to Revolt. We did Revolt for a couple of years, mm -hmm. right? Yes, we did. And uh, that ended. Yes. And then after that, we were uh, looking for a place to broadcast our morning home that we felt fit us. And mm -hmm. you know, being that this is like, this is Breakfast Club 2.0. Yes, right? Because this show has grown and evolved. Correct. Right? It's only right that the, that the evolution is televised, right? Absolutely. The evolution will be televised. So are you saying that The Breakfast Club each and every morning will be televised on television again? Yes, we will. And it will be in all the cable networks? All across the world. All across the country? 9 a.m. Every single morning, Monday through Friday, you can listen to The Breakfast Club on our new home. Say it again. Say it. Say it. On BET. That's right. Every morning you can watch The Breakfast Club on BET, Black Entertainment Television. Starting April 17th at 9 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, yes, okay? Sir. That's right. So everything you see from our interviews, the artists, the donkey of the our day. Our guest co-hosts like guest co -host yeah. and everybody will be on BET. So if you're in a place where your radio doesn't work or maybe you're getting the kids together, you can turn on the TV and watch my handsome face or Charlamagne's ugly face, whatever first of all, it is. First of all, first of all, first of all never forget Morris Chestnut gets confused for me. Don't you ever. That is a oh, damn lie. That only happened one don't time. Don't you ever disrespect that only us. One time. Don't you ever disrespect no. us. No. Like that ever again. More like Malik Yoba. Okay. Stop. DMX. Stop. Stop. God damn it. As soon as you say Malik Yoba, I got to put chapter. Yeah, Max. See? <laughs> All right, but turn it back up. But that's right. Starting uh, April 17th, 9 a.m. Yes. The Breakfast Club will be on BET. So yes. shout out to our BET family. It's, shout out to our iHeartMedia yes. family. Shout out to some of the people at BET. I mean, for this hall. it's only right, right? Right. Because, you know, when you think about cultural institutions, when you think about black cultural institutions, you think of Rap City. Correct. Right? You think of 106, 106 and Park. And Park of so course. I feel like the Breakfast Club being on BET is just carrying on that tradition. Absolutely. You know? And we can't wait to uh, you guys see us. Again, that starts April 17th. Mm -hmm. Monday, April 17th. You could catch us live each and every morning on BET. Now, Congratulations! Thank Congratulations! You. Congratulations! Oh my God. Oh I'm going to tell you something else. I feel like it's only right to open up the phones to the listeners right uh -huh. now because it's Let's because go. of the listeners right. that, you know, we get put in these great positions. I would love to know what our listeners think about us being on BET. Shout out to our family on BET. All the, all the people that, that made this happen. Shout out to Connie. Come on, shout out. Salute to Tiff Will. Tiff, Tiff what up, Williams, Tim? Connie. Tasha. Tasha. Mm-hmm. 
Man, I don't know all them people, man. It'd be like 30 people. That's why I threw it to you. That's why I threw it to you, because I didn't know why people names. But that? I figure you do. Why would you even start that? that, bro? I know my people. I know who I know over here. Me, me, you know me what too. I mean? Salute you to Kanye. You got a lot more people I said Kanye. I said Kanye already. Salute to Tiffany We said Tasha. That's all I got. So we got. But salute to everybody over there. Shout out to the OBT staff and everybody that's going to be recording and making this show special. That's right. We appreciate you guys. Lunel, what do you think about us being on BET? I think that's fantastic, because you do want to sometimes move around the house. And just have the TV on, right. be able to listen, look in, and I think that's a great thing. Okay. Now I just want to tell you. I'm glad you made the announcement with me here. Now I just want to tell you that doesn't mean Charlemagne and I are gonna dress nice every day. We're still gonna no, come in. We're, we're still gonna come in. Buddies. Well, we don't, we don't have haircuts. We're throwing a hat. Only thing you'll hear change is you'll hear some BET shout outs every day. Absolutely. I mean a lot, a lot now. A lot, yes. Because yeah. we are on BET. I gotta right. come every back morning. now that you're gonna be on TV. We're gonna have you back. Yeah. Yeah. You already know. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, over, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. When the Breakfast Club is heading to BET each and every morning. How do you feel about that? You think it's dope? You think it's great for the culture? What are your thoughts? Call us up right now. Again, BET starting April 17th. That's right. Monday You'll get to Friday, see baby. Charlemagne and myself, our guest hosts, our interviews, our artists, the donkeys of the day, our topics, and so much more. So uh, we're so super duper excited about that. And uh, yeah, we'll take your phone calls. Eight hundred five eight five one five one. for us, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll take your calls when we come back. It's the breakfast. Oh, all right, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Because mm-hmm. we're going to be all entwined in BET, too. So the Breakfast Club is going to be entwined in Breakfast Club. The evolution Club. will yes. be televised. Absolutely. So some of the stuff that you see BET doing, we're going to be a part of. Mm-hmm. We're super duper excited about That's that. That's right. Oh, I can't wait. Let's go. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Bye. Congratulations. Oh, my God. The Breakfast Club. How are you, I'll Jessica? Say I am well. I'm on my way to work. I listen to y'all every day. So when y'all said the news, I'm in the car screaming like it's such a, a good move for the culture. So I'm so proud of y'all. So yes. when you where do you work at? Can you turn on the TVs at work? Um. Well, I can probably. Um. I usually watch it on the computer. Okay. So. Like, I work at the same time and, you know, listen to y'all. Well, tell everybody at work to turn uh, BET on at 9 a.m. And y'all can all watch The Breakfast Club at 9 a.m. on your computers together as a family. Don't tell everybody at work to do that or all y'all going to be in the unemployment line. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Proud of y'all. Well, thank you, Jessica. Hello, who's this? My name is Ro. Hey, good morning, Ro. Peace, Ro. Good morning, Charlotte. Good morning, DJ. Good morning, Lunel. Hey, good Good morning. morning. Good morning. I just wanted to make this quick because I'm not supposed to be on the phone. Uh, but I am so happy for you guys. Thank you. Right thank you so much. Make sure you tune in every 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 day, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. on BET, starting April 17th, The Breakfast Club. I do. I got a list on the radio, but I press record at home. Thank you so much, Mama. Bye. Thank you. Y'all have a good week. Thanks. Justin, what's up? Good morning. Hey, how you guys doing, man? How you feeling? Good, good, man. I just want to say uh, good morning to you, Charlotte Maine, uh, Linnell. Uh, hey, Hey, uh, congratulations, man! Ten years, man. That's a big, big achievement that I've been listening to you guys. It's been t- we're in our thirteenth year, uh, sir. But you know, thirteenth year, thirteenth. I've been listening to you guys for ten years. Yes, yes. Um, and for you guys to be able to go on TV, it's amazing. I guess Sean Main is gonna have to stop um, doing any butt molds. I don't think it'll be able to allow that on TV. <laughs> Nothing the, stops here, bro. The butt modes will not stop. <laughs> Nothing stop. That you doesn't stop here, sir. Lunel, you want me to stop the butt mode? Hey. Never. <laughs> hey, I heard uh, DJ Envy got that at the front of his house. So you when do. he walks out, he kind of rubs it like he's walking on the Apollo every morning. That's a, that's a fact. That, that would be good dope. Look. You, might, you know what? We might put the butt mode outside the door so when, when artists come in, they got to rub it for luck. Oh, my God. Hey, there you go. Just put a piece of tape over the Apollo, though. I think that'd be... Uh, 
little bit too much. What's that new song? The, my my vagina pink and my booty hole brown or something like that? I don't know. No, I don't see you that. That's, 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 I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> that is a song. It's a new. It's popping I, that, out here. Too. Yeah, that ain't. I'm, I was born in the 1900s. I ain't got time for that. Salute to that I'm person not, though, whoever that is. Hello, who's this? Hello, good morning. Hello, hello. Hello. Hey, this is yes. Ashley. We can't hear you. Hello. Can you hear me now? No, we can't hear you. Hello? Yes, we can. Why are you playing with us? Oh. 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 I can hear myself <laughs> echoing. How are you? Good morning. Good morning, Ashley. Good morning. I just want to say congratulations to you guys, and I hope you do not get a new co-host because I love like different people coming up there every week. And yeah, we like the rotating guest hosts too. You yeah. know, we enjoy it. Yeah, new I don't think you guys should get like another permanent person. It's like it just gives like stepmom vibes. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants. Damn it, man. Nobody wants to be stepmom. Okay. We got a bad connection, girl. Bye, girl. <laughs> no. She said she, she said she liked the rotating guest host. She just don't know if she wants somebody permanent. Now, why you hang up on that, that woman? I didn't have, I have no power to hang up on nobody. Don't play me like that. <laughs> I disagree with that, though. What's that? I mean, I think eventually, you know. Eventually. Somebody permanent after. Eventually. But I, I yeah. think, you know, for a while, you know, we still got a lot of people that, that scheduled to come up here. And we're That's super right. duper excited about that. And I That's saw right. your little chart. Who's your favorite... Uh, it said, who's your favorite? Oh, for March Madness, for we did the so bracket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, who's your favorite so far, Luna? Me. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be able to tell about today, but yeah, I had a good day yesterday. You had a great day and yesterday. And the day's not over. That's You're right. having a great day today, Luna. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be here. And we're happy to have you here. Mm-hmm. You know, but we should tell them a little bit about the show uh, that will be on BET. It's going to be at, at 9 a.m., right? So it's going to be the, the best of... Stuff that from that morning, correct? You know what I mean. So the interviews that we have on that morning, the donkey of the day from that morning, our guest co-hosts from that morning, the topic from that morning—that's what we'll be airing uh, at 9 a.m. every day on BET. Right. So you'll yes. probably get, like you said, the artist interviews. You'll probably get the donkey, whatever uh, mm-hmm. topic we've been talking about. So you'll get it before anybody else. You get it before it hits the YouTube, and it'll be pretty dope. And we can't wait to see you guys and and do so many because it's not just that we're going to be doing some a lot of stuff with BET which I think is going to be really really great as well so, allegedly no nah, it's going to happen I mean that's what we've been talking yeah, about our team is up there so our team is going to make it happen I hope so be doing some coverage wouldn't that be dope there? if yeah. the Breakfast Club hosted the, the BET yeah. Awards yeah, the pre-show yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. let maybe, us do the pre-show maybe yeah. give out some awards I, I agree with that I'd rather do the pre-show. I want to leave. I don't want to stay for the award. No, but we got, we got to go to stage one time. You know. <laughs> I'd like to do the pre-show. That'd be yeah, dope. The be the pre- the, the hour, I think it's an hour-long pre-show. An hour show, yep. Yeah. I do have a little beef with BET. Uh-oh. What is it? Tell us. Tell us. The beef I have with BET mm-hmm. is that with Comic View having mm-hmm. been such a staple mm-hmm. at BET for so many years and literally kept the show on the air for so many years, they don't invite any of the past hosts to come on to present an award. They don't have a comedy award show. Wow. They don't have anything for mm. us to do. Wow. I never get to attend. I don't get to present any award. Wow. Laura Hayes should be there. They don't do anything from Ronaldo Ray when Ronaldo Ronaldo and, Ray. Know, wow. And I think that they really have slighted the comics that helped build the brand of the station. Sorry, BET, but that's how I feel. Lunell, I agree with you. They should bring BET Comic View back, I, actually. They should bring BET Comic View I back. Agree Connie, if you're listening, it's a great idea. It's a fantastic idea. And they should idea. definitely at least do a retrospective. Yeah. And, and, and flashback. A BET Comic View documentary. That's right. Yeah, no, you're right. Okay. You're right. Okay, right. so that's all I had to say. We can not look forward to me hosting nothing at BET, too. But Damn it, man. All anyway. right.
<laughs> I said what I said. But we're taking your calls, 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club will be on BET starting April 17th. What are your thoughts? Let's talk about this. The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, everybody. It's DJ ND Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, Lunell is our guest host. I yes. am. Now, when we start the show, we don't say, we wouldn't say good morning, USA, yo, yo, yo. We don't say good morning, BT. Or do we say good morning, nah, BT? We, we'll still say good morning, uh, USA. And I think we should acknowledge BT every BT morning. BT family. Yeah, yeah, since we're going to be on there Monday through Friday at we, 9 a.m. And that keeps us from having to do like, you know, you know how they do like the the, the, the silly promos and like, you know, yeah, this is the Breakfast Club on BT. It's like, nah, it's all encompassing. It's all natural. It's all, let's just keep y'all it organic. Give more, do y'all get more money for that? A little bit, yeah. A little bit. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Yeah, a little, little bit. bump. Yeah. A little bump. Yeah. Something to donate to charity. Okay. <laughs> I have a charity. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Jesus Christ. Oh. It's good. We are right. Hello, who's this? We are right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so... <laughs> you didn't win that thing, girl. Hey, Jay. I know I didn't win, girl. I'm just so excited. I've been trying to call in forever. You made it. Jay. Jay, yes! We on, oh, my God. We on BET, Jay. We on BET. I'm so hey. happy for y'all. <laughs> yeah, Thank you'll be you, able mama. to see him. Yes. Monday through Friday, will, 9 a.m. Tune in. Where you, gonna be, where you be at at be 9 a.m.? I will be there tuning in Wednesday. Every Wednesday, I will be there tuning in. So why, why Wednesday? Yeah, why not Monday, that's Tuesday, Thursday, day. and Friday? Oh, that's your off day. That's my off day. So I'm going to be tuning in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Now, Jay, let me ask you a real question. Besides Lunell, who is your guest uh, co-host? Your favorite guest co-host. I would have to say Ray J because he is the funniest. He has zero sense, zero common sense. Well, I'm I, telling you right now, Ray J is the most unserious yeah. person that you could have said. I can't, he, I can't take Ray J. He is so funny. I like him. He's funny. I'd, 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 for funny. a full week, I'd have to take pills for a full week. I love Ray J. I, I, like a day, I could take Ray J. Two, yes, but for five days, I was dri- He was driving me crazy. I love oh, Ray I J. Yeah, he, he something. He something. I love Ray J though. But I, I can tell you right now, Ray J it will be a guest co-host. Yeah, he'll be a guest co-host. He will not be perfect. He might we might have see Ray J a Ray J podcast uh, yeah, yeah. another radio show but he would not be the permanent co-host here on Breakfast yeah I came in one day he had a shirt off I came in one day he had a shoe <laughs> yeah. like, Ray, I was like nah I can't. Ray J's be talking in circles sometimes he be confusing me sometimes I think I should be y'all co-host okay I do a break right now go uh, okay you're fine I Girl, that's what radio is. That's exactly spot. what it is. On you the fired. spot. You have fired, a nice Jay. day, man. Have a good one. You gave her a shot. Definitely gave her a shot. Sam, good morning. Hi, good morning. Hi, this is Samantha from Boston. Boston. I'm just calling to say congratulations on the BET. Um, I couldn't wait till y'all came to TV. So congratulations. Right Thank on. you very Thank you, much. Sam. Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. <laughs> Tune in to BET. Oh, I got to record it on my calendar. I'm waiting. <laughs> now, now, Sam, I got to ask you, besides Lunell, who's your favorite uh, guest co-host? Uh, Jess Hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jess okay. Hilarious. Good sister, Jess Hilarious. Yeah. Okay. okay. Thank you, Sam. Yes. Oh, yeah. And if you don't know, we did like a bracket, like a morning show bracket. Like, you know how they do the, the basketball brackets? We did a morning show bracket, and we're going to be moving people left and right. And, and, you know, what you guys feel was great and, and not great. So definitely click on to the uh, Breakfast Club page. That's at Breakfast Club AM and follow that bracket. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Sonny. Sonny, what's up, bro? Hey, how y'all doing, man? It's nice to uh, talk to y'all. Good morning. Nice talking to you, too. You see we doing BET starting April 17th. What's your thoughts, brother? Man, big moves. Uh, I want to congratulate y'all 
I really feel like like it's taking me back to the 106 and Park vibes because you know that's that's like my era. Mm-hmm. So I feel like out of this, something big gonna happen. Like it feels like I'm going on another journey. You know what I mean with the with the culture. You feel me? Like y'all are big big players in this man, and I feel like like. This, Big moves, man. I just want to congratulate y'all. Right Thank on. you, brother. I, I feel that too, man. You know, BET has been the home of black cultural institutions. You know what I'm saying? Rap City, you know, 106 in Park. Mm-hmm. Remember Planet Groove, Comic View, like Lunell said, Cedar's World, like all BT of the, After Dark. BET After Dark, you know what I mean? BET Uncut. Uncut. You know what I'm saying? Like BET News, when they used to have uh, Ed Gordon and yep. um, uh, Jackie Reed and all of them. What like, was the college thing when they used to go to the HBCU? College Hill. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's back now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's been so many, you know, black cultural institutions that have come from BET, so I feel like Breakfast Club being the black cultural institution that we are, and have been over the past decade. It's only right. This partnership just makes too much sense. You know? Yeah, I'll hold that chain for you, Sullivan. Yes, Lord. Man, this ain't worth nothing. Is it? But you know what? We, uh, you know, we, we're excited about that because not only are we going to do, you know, celebrity news and have celebrities, you know, Charlemagne will be able to talk about mental health. I'll be able to talk about, uh, you know, uh, financial freedom and, and generational wealth. And we'll have your favorite celebrities up there. And we'll be talking about things that really, you know, uh, focus on our community, whether it's gun laws, whether it's, you know, Charlamagne yeah. and I talking about colonoscopies and getting make sure we get checked as, as black men and women that get checked for mammograms and all that. We're going to be talking about everything. So it's going to be a lot of fun and a lot of seriousness. we doing what we do. The beauty right. of it is BET is just magnifying the platform even Correct. more. You know what I mean? Breakfast Club is already in 90 plus markets across the country. 133 markets, sir. No. Yeah, 133 stations. Oh, stations, but yeah, 91 so. markets. Right. Yeah. And so, um, you know, we, we, we're on that platform, and it's just like now BET is just magnifying that Correct. even more. You know what I mean? So it's like the messages we're already putting out there, this is just another platform to magnify them even more, and we thank God for it all. That's yeah. right. Dre, what up, Dre? Yo, what's good, MV? Uncle Thank you, brother. We appreciate that, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Every day, man, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m., The Breakfast Club on BET, man. Starting April 17th. I cannot wait. I have a Ray J story. Ooh, tell, oh, us, tell us. Tell us. Oh, no, no, don't tell us now. Tell us when we come back. Okay. Because we got a rumor report coming back. That's right. And the rumor report we're going to tell us is you're going to tell us this Ray J story. How, how good is it? It's not that good. I don't believe you. I don't now. believe you. You wouldn't be volunteering it if it was Absolutely. <laughs> Lunell got a Ray J story. We got more rumors, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Congratulations! Oh, 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 oh my God! The Breakfast Club. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math and Magic: Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Years ago, Mm -hmm. and I must say... That little Ray J, he got something in his eyes. And when he look at you, if you're a woman like mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. he do have some kind of quality in his eyes that make you just want to like 
Pull your clothes off. Did he hit? No, he didn't hit. Oh, okay. But he could. He still can. <laughs> Does he know that? No, he don't care. If this story didn't, you end, don't want if it. it didn't end in y'all having sex, Lunell. Well, it's not over. Oh, okay. It's never over till it's over. Oh, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not over yet. I ain't had sex with him yet. Continue. But you had more to the story. I'm in Vegas every weekend. Anything can pop off. <laughs> he does live in Vegas. He does. Live so in basically, Lunell just uh, solicited for Ray J to hit. That's right. But he he's, he's, he's back. He's married now, Lunell. He's back with Princess married, Love. Married, not married. <laughs> Boy, I tell you something. I guess we black men talking, don't cheat. Oh, like that ain't the most stable relationship in the world. Oh God, black men don't cheat, Lunell. <laughs> well, where did that come from? Black men not cheating. No, okay. No, say a lot of black men don't cheat. Say most black men don't cheat. Nope. Say some black men don't cheat. <laughs> nope. It has been documented that black men cheat. Nope. Black men don't cheat. It, it means that. Black, oh yeah, it means something. Black boys, but it don't black cheat. boys. That's right. Black boys but cheat. When you grow up, black men don't cheat. Correct. Black men cheat too. And also, it's a statement, right? It's like saying black men don't cheat. Yeah, but it's a lie. No, because I'm telling black men don't cheat. No, I'm a woman. I know it's a lie. <laughs> Black men don't cheat. Black men cheat. But black, no, black men, comma, don't cheat. No, black men do. No, comma, I'm encouraging cheat. black men to not no, cheat. No, say that. We encourage black men not to cheat. <laughs> black men cheat like an MF. I can't even say it. Jesus Christ. What? All right. Well, okay. Well, Eva. You know Eva from uh, Real Housewives. Well, yeah, my girl. Yeah, Eva right. Wood. Well, she announced that uh, she over. is filing divorce with her husband, mm -hmm. but he said he is ready to fight to save their marriage. I know he is. Who want to let Eva go? He says, I'm not going to lose my wife. I'm going to fight for her with every fiber in my being. I now, don't want to, them to break I love her, and I plan to show her how much I love her, and that our love is strong enough to get to the other side. I respect I'm that. I'm not going to lose my wife. I'm going to win her back. I love it. Do, do what should. you got to do, Mrs. Sterling. Because they seemed very happy, mm -hmm. you know, but you never know what happens when they close the doors. And if he says he's willing to do everything, then maybe he was slacking on doing something. And then when you, like I said yesterday, when, when, when you play a boss every day, it's hard to come home and not be that same boss. That's not sometime. what you said. What you said was Eva plays a pimp. And that her husband should have fell in line and been one of her hoes. That's what you that said. That is not what I said. That's you exactly can rewind you the said. tape. Don't do me. <laughs> exactly what you Don't said. do me. Don't That's do me. That's said. not what I said. I said that she has a very pimpish role mm -hmm. on that show. And that maybe sometimes you can't always release a character that you play when you come home. And maybe she's been bossing people around and slapping people around on the show and she come home and had to be all passive aggressive and stuff and maybe it didn't work like that so are you saying that her husband should have let her beat on him at home no anybody said that she beat on him <laughs> you just said that I, don't, I didn't say that you did Lunell. I did not let me man. see what's in that vape man oh look <laughs> you've been wanting to hit this vape for two days just say it I'll give you one but I got plenty but um, no I just think that I would like to see them stick together mm -hmm. they got great kids and, you know, they look like I had a beautiful wife. But now, if you look at them, Eva very bohemian, you know. She done went into this whole, <laughs> you know, dreadlock thing. I can't wait for y'all to see this on BBC and VH1 every morning. Eva. So, yeah, she's bohemian. And she's very bohemian. Let me Google that. And he that. very, he very uh, you know, polished up and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, and so, even you know, from Inglewood, she, she, she about that life. Okay. I love Eva. The oh. diva. Okay. Bohemian, a socially unconventional person, especially one who is involved in the arts. That's okay. right. Okay.
You didn't know what Bohemian meant? I did, you but sure I didn't. You throwing out all these big words all the time, Charlemagne. <laughs> I didn't and know what And you don't know what Bohemian meant. I did, but I, I didn't. I woke up now. Y'all done woke up poke oh, the yeah. cocaine back. I ain't gonna lie. And, I thought, and it was not cocaine, it's weed, by the way. I thought, it was, I, I thought Bohemian, I thought it was somebody from like Bahamas or something. Didn't you think that? No. It's that's, ba that's Bohemian. Bohemian. Uh -huh. It's Bohemian. Well, you just you just don't care about Hampton. You just you just are determined to make Hampton University look bad every day of your life. I didn't wow. know. I said I didn't know. If I didn't know Thea, I would really be questioning Hampton, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. Watch your mouth. <laughs> how, how many times you want to punch him in a week? And they just tell me every day. I know. Numerous times a day. Y'all live like dysfunctional marriage relationship, and that's what the people need to see on BT. Uh, what's that? What's that? VH1. What, uh, no, I was gonna show you this. This is a. Is it lube? No, this is. Is it lube? It's THC too, but you put it under your tongue. And how you gonna make fun of me when you had to Google it? You didn't know what it meant. Uh, he's hmm? still on that. Bohemian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he gonna make fun of me, but he had to Google it. Let me try some of that stuff yeah. on my tongue. Oh my goodness. What supposed to do As to me? Passing the drugs around. Gonna do exactly what Bring me that. What All right. What supposed to do? That is your room report. Do exactly what the when we come back, I'm we got the people's choice on the breakfast tub, y'all. I just want to shout you guys out. May 28th, <laughs> yeah, of course, I'm going to be medicine. in Memphis for my car show medicine. as they pass these drugs around. What I don't want to be part do? of it. Matter of fact, let me put some under your tongue. I'm snitching. No, you're putting it on my tongue. Just because your wife listens. Hold on now. You know you want the right dosage. Nothing under my tongue. Oh, what is that? How much you supposed to do? Half, half, half. Oh, my goodness. Does it have a flavor? I don't know what it tastes like. We're now about to pass out. We about to. Oh my goodness! She's getting on the flight. She gonna be good. Oh goodness! I ain't flying the plane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in first class. First class. Mm, all right. Thank What's it supposed to do to me? We're going to see in a it's, second. It's the same thing the vape doing, Lunel. Vape made me want to take my clothes off. No, well, it's about time for you to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. We'll be back. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Check out the new movie, Spinning Gold. The true story behind Casablanca Records, the most successful independent record label ever that gave us artists like Gladys Knight, Bill Withers, and Kiss. It's the greatest story never told with an unbelievable soundtrack. See it in theaters, Spinning Gold, March 31st. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Lunell is here. Now, Lunell, you got a lot going on. This is your last day, so tell everybody what you got going on. Well, uh, today, um, in about mm, a little bit, uh, you can see me on The Sherry Shepherd Show. Hey. Bim, bim, bim. Shout out to Sherry Shepherd. Then I'll be hopping on a plane and flying to Arlington, Texas, to perform at the Arlington Improv tonight. Tomorrow night, two shows. Saturday night, two shows. Sunday morning, before Kanye's Sunday service, I'm going to be out of Texas and go back to <laughs> Vegas, where I'll be at the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club on Sunday and Monday. My residency out there, I'll be there every Sunday and Monday indefinitely. And uh, then I get to go home and see my daughter, and we do it all over again. My Netflix special... Produced by Dave Chappelle. I haven't picked a name for it yet, though. It's now been uh, slated to film in Oakland, California. Probably at Yoshi's in Jack London Square. I think it's going to be... I thought it was in April yesterday, I said, but it's really going to be in... Oh, not May. June. going to be in June. I want it to be tomorrow, but hey, I'm going to do whatever Dave says. And you can follow me on Instagram, at Lunell, at L-U-E-N-E-L-L. -L. Don't forget to subscribe to my OnlyFans, Lunell Official. Hey, y'all make sure y'all go catch Lunell. I'm going to either come to the taping of the special or I'm going to come see you in Vegas. I'm going to hold you to I'm, that. I'm that saying it to awesome. the world. 
at Envy when you and wifey decide to have your wild weekend put them six kids in our home for the weekend? No, no, no. We all we gonna um head out to Vegas, I think, around anniversary time. I'm we're gonna go out there, we're gonna see uh we're gonna come see you, we're gonna go see Usher. Usher. That's what I'm gonna do. And then um we're gonna make a weekend out of it. That's I was exactly just at that Usher show last um, two weekends ago. Yeah. It was amazing. No, we went on a Wednesday actually. And you know, don't forget my, my days are Sunday and Monday, so if you have to fly back to here on Sunday, you're gonna miss me. No, no, no. Well, you know, make it a three day weekend. Yeah, we I, I could broadcast from Vegas. We got a station out in Vegas that I can go there and broadcast. That part. Yeah, so we'll um we're gonna head out there. I, I wanted to go during uh, May, which is our anniversary, but he's not performing in May. He's performing, I think, in June. Yeah, so him gotta... and Bruno share the same stage actually. And yeah, they alternate in and out. Just once again, before I get out of here, congratulations on the big big move. Thank I think you. that's the you know a great thing. You deserve to be seen. We like to look at y'all. Even Charlemagne, little stone face. Mount and Morris Chestnut. That's definitely not no damn yeah, Morris no, Chestnut. No, Malik Yoba and your little dry around <laughs> the edges of them lips over there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's what's up with me. That's what's up with you guys. I've had a great two days. When it's you coming back, Lunell? Whenever y'all want me to. Okay. Okay? All right. All right. Thank you. Easy breezy. And when we come back, we got the positive notice, the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Again, we just want to shout out to uh, our BET. We partnered with BET, VH1, and uh, BET+. Plus. Uh, the Breakfast Club will be on every day starting Monday, April 17th. So not only can you listen to us, you could actually see us on BET Yay. as well in VH1. So shout out to our partners at BET. We appreciate you guys and thanks for believing. That's right. And I want to tell y'all, make sure to go get your tickets for the first ever Black Effect Podcast Festival happening Saturday, April 22nd in Atlanta at Pullman Yard. Some of your favorite podcasts going to be on that stage live. 85 South Show. Reasonably Shady, Big Facts Podcast, Horrible Decisions. It's hosted by me and the good sister, Jess Hilarious. So go get your tickets at eventbrite.com right now and go to blackeffect.com for more information, okay? Okay, now the positive note is simply this. Happiness cannot be traveled to. It can't be owned, earned, worn, or consumed. Happiness is the spiritual experience of living every minute with love, grace, and gratitude and plant-based medicine. Yes. <laughs> Did you know that cocaine is plant based? It's vegan. It is. Yeah, it's vegan. But when they put that plant- cut on it and that well, other stuff, that fentanyl, hey. I don't know. I haven't messed around in years. I would never. That's good. You can look at me and tell I'm not into cocaine. I like pork chops. <laughs> <laughs> I like pork, period. It's other white meat. Oh, Goodness God. gracious. All right, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.